Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This week here in Australia it is National Postnatal Anxiety and Depression Awareness Week so I thought that it would be perfect timing to share with you my story which many of you have been asking for that I just sort of haven't been ready to share but I thought this week being postnatal anxiety and depression week uh what a perfect week to share this story with you welcome to the wholesome mama show if you've spent too long in survival mode waking up already feeling overwhelmed and spending your day counting down to bedtime then this is the show for you john 10 10 says that we are called to a full rich abundant life you were created to be well body mind and spirit so now let's live that out i'm elise and i'm on a mission to empower women through simple strategies and mentoring to find their purpose to be physically emotionally and spiritually well and to tap into that abundant life join me for conversations to help you be whole. We'll talk about faith-based living, intentional parenting, navigating relationships and marriage, holistic wellness, how to find and live in your purpose, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode, make yourself a cup of tea, and get ready to thrive. Today's episode, as I said, is my story around postnatal anxiety and depression. Now, at the time of recording this, I have had this once undiagnosed with my son and I had it quite bad with my daughter um, after I gave birth to her throughout her first year and I'm currently pregnant with my third so in this episode I'm going to share my story with you um, but also share with you what it was like to fall pregnant again and what I'm doing now as well. When my son was born, I had a lot of uh, breastfeeding issues and I got mastitis heaps of times, three times in the first six weeks. Uh, And everyone just told me, just get to the six weeks, it'll get heaps easier. Ended up in hospital twice with mastitis and getting drained and IV fluids and painkillers and everything. So... Uh, And I felt really, really guilty and was looking at him going, don't feed, don't feed. But I felt the mum guilt around breast is best, breast is the only option. Um, You shouldn't formula feed. Formula feed means that you're not a good mum. All these lies uh, that I was not giving myself what my child and myself needed at the time which was the space to enjoy being a mother for the first time and obviously for my son to be a newborn. So with him, that was I had a really hard time with guilt and shame going to formula feeding, which I really hid and um, I hid until he was off the bottle. And then when my daughter was born, I had the exact same problems again and went to um, formula and thought, no, this is, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I did this with my son and he's fine. So I'll just do it with her. I've got friends who have done this. This is okay. But I honestly felt like a fraud. My job is in holistic wellness. I'm all about natural well-being and I wasn't able to do something that my body is naturally meant to be able to do so I found that really hard with her and then she got really 
really unwell uh, when she was only a few weeks old. She was premature. And so when she was a few weeks old, she got really unwell and ended up in ICU. And she was admitted in there on breathing machines, sedated for a week. And so that was really hard as well. So with all that, when she came out of hospital, about a month after that, it hit me that we nearly lost her. We were really hours, if not minutes, if we didn't seek help when we did, uh, she would have stopped breathing. We wouldn't have her. I just kind of went into this. I should have, I should have known earlier something was wrong. I should have called an ambulance. I should have done this. I should have done that. And I felt really guilty along with that, along with the formula feeding, along with everything else that I just felt like I'm not, I'm not equipped to be a mum. I'm not meant to be doing this. What, why God, why am I doing this? Why have you placed a desire in my heart to be a mum when I'm just so out of control and struggling so much that I can't do what I'm meant to do for these kids? And so when I knew that something wasn't right was I was driving home from, I'd taken both the kids out and I just got home and I thought I'll just put them inside and I'll get back in the car and I'll just drive away and I'll call my husband and tell them that they're okay they're inside but I'm not you need to come home and that was kind of where my mind was going was I just need to get away I need to be away from these kids I need to be away from this whole situation I'm just so weighed down with guilt and all these should have, could have, would haves that I just wanted to get away and thought that I just can't, can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much. It's too hard. I can't do this. And so when I got home, I called uh, our baby nurse who I have come to have a beautiful uh, relationship with over having my children and seeing her and I called her and I said I need I need help and I need help right now or something's gonna go bad and she so so lovingly talked me through putting the kids back in the car while I was on the phone to her she spoke with me as I drove my phone was on bluetooth in my car and she spoke with me as I drove to meet her at the doctor's surgery um, and then she took me inside and um, spoke with me there so I was really really and very blessed to have had that in my life but I kept it between her and I for a little while I didn't as much as she was saying you need to go home and tell your husband I was really ashamed to admit that I wasn't coping and I think particularly too as a Christian we think that we should just be able to cope. We don't think that we should be depressed or anxious. We don't think that we should be experiencing all these emotions and feelings that are part of being human uh, just because, well, I have Jesus, so I should be able to cope with this. But I eventually did tell my husband um, and it was honestly really hard and it took a little while for us both to understand each other and for him to really understand how it was impacting me. Um, and then I told my mother and my mother-in-law and they so lovingly offered to um, have the kids when I needed to come and help around the house. I think the most important thing is 
I, when I got to that point of thinking that I'm just going to put them inside and then I'm going to go back in, they'll be fine because my husband's not working that far away. He'll be home. I'll just put them in their cots and they'll be fine. That when I got to that point, I, as hard as it was, knew and I believe that it's only by the grace of God that I was actually able to almost pull myself away from myself and make that phone call to ask for help. So that would be my first thing that if you are in a place where it's beyond you and you need help, to just take a moment and for 20 seconds pull yourself away from that situation and just ask for help. Go into your closet or your bathroom and make a phone call to someone and just say, I need help. So, and help for everyone's going to be different. So for me, I saw a psychologist and I really only am seeing her very irregularly now. I just enjoy still seeing her, but uh, I saw her very often. I uh, actually ended up on medication because it was quite, quite severe at the time. And so how the psychologist helped me was a lot of mindset work, a lot of um, mindfulness stuff, a lot of gratitude. So that was where I learned all about how gratitude actually changes our brain. Um, I learned the whole rock the baby to rock the baby concept where I talk, talked about in an earlier episode where you just focus on doing one thing. Don't try and multitask and do a million things. Just focus on doing one thing. So if my baby is crying and needs to be rocked to sleep, then just focus on rocking the baby to sleep. Don't worry about the dishes in the sink. Don't worry about all the stuff that really can wait. Uh, So that was how she was able to help me. And that was super good to even have someone who was professional, but also removed from the situation and had no personal investment in the situation too. So I highly, highly recommend seeing a professional psychologist or counsellor if you are needing help. And then, of course, our family and then our church family as well with meals and um, helping with cleaning, helping with washing, helping with having the kids if I needed them, things like that. So that was really, really helpful. But the biggest thing for me was... One night at church, I do not remember what the message was about, but I just had a moment where God said, do you trust me? You need to let it go. Do you trust me? And I thought, yeah, of course I trust you. Like I'm a Christian. I trust God. Yeah, I trust you. And I felt like him say again, yeah, but do you really trust me? that I have made you to be the mother that these kids need and that I've given them to you because you are the mother that they need. Do you trust me in that? Do you trust me to help you? And in that moment I thought, no, I don't. I actually don't. I can't say that I do because I'm I'm trying to do this in my strength. I'm trying to keep this under my control. I'm trying to do it all on me and yet no wonder I was feeling like it wasn't working Uh, so in that moment I said okay 
I'll trust you then. Help me to trust you. It's not easy and I'm not good at it, but help me to trust you. And in that moment, it was honestly like nothing else I've ever experienced where I had healing pretty well instantly that night I went home um, and I said to my husband I don't I don't think I have it anymore and we both cried and then the next morning it was like I woke up with fresh eyes and a fresh mind Uh, and it has been a journey it wasn't like it was all perfect and of course I had moments where I slipped back into that um, mindset of trying to do it all on my own and it not working but what I've learned to do is take those thoughts captive and think okay actually no that's not a helpful thought so I'm just going to let that go and I really believe that doing all the mindset work and the gratitude work with the psychologist and then bring that into a daily practice at home has really helped in that sense. So then I got to a place where I was able to come off the medication and um, yeah everything was great. And then honestly, it didn't even cross my mind when we were trying to fall pregnant again. I think the only thing that has really started to trigger me a little is the um, breastfeeding issue because people are asking me if I'm going to try breastfeeding. Are you going to try breastfeeding again? Or you're not going to, are you just going to go straight to formula? I'm already putting these expectations on me and this baby. And while, yes, this is my third baby, this baby is no different to a firstborn. Uh, It's still a first-time baby, as my friend says. And I really like that thought because it's not fair that we, one, put this expectation on mothers that a third baby means that everything's just going to fall into place and they're going to uh, have it all figured out and do it perfectly. But we forget that this baby is actually a first time baby, that they haven't had this baby before. So I'm really trying to take those thoughts captive. And of course, I'm going to try breastfeeding again because it would save a lot of money and a lot of hassle. And it's just so much easier Uh, lifting your shirt and putting a baby on your boob than having to sterilize bottles and buy formula and figure out what formula works for this child. But I'm not putting any expectation on myself or my baby this time around to whatever. I'm done with the guilt and shame around that. So, uh, yeah, when we fell pregnant, there was no real thought about I'm gonna deal with this again but I of course have a uh, plan in place so something that my obstetrician and healthcare providers all do is when you have had it they uh, just mark you to monitor just to make sure that you actually are doing okay and it's not really any other special treatment but just I guess, having more honest, open conversations with you about how you're really feeling, which I honestly think that that's how all mothers need to be spoken to, regardless of whether they have had postnatal depression or anxiety before. 
but I'm very, very excited to have this another little blessing, little girl on her way growing to join us. And I hope that that has helped you. So if you are in a place or if you have been in a place or even if you're scared to go back there, I would encourage you to, if you know something isn't right, to ask for help and get the help and do the work to move on and also uh, look to God for help, look to God for peace and for healing because it is something that he is willing and is able to heal. He doesn't want to see his daughters uh, or his sons, for that matter, struggling with this. Um, He's willing and able to heal. So also look to God and pray that he will heal you and, yeah, have that time with him and give him that space to do that. But I hope that that has helped you and... And if you know a mama who is needing a little bit of encouragement with her postpartum journey, then please share this episode with her um, because we'd love to send her some love and light as well. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.